Hi, welcome back to The Egg. I'm Jack. I'm Michaela, And I'm Megan. And here are your weekly headlines. Michael Flynn, Trump's former national security advisor, pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI and will cooperate with the Russia Inquiry, which is investigating Russian interference into the 2016 election. A bomb was found in the city of Potsdam, Germany last Friday. It was accompanied with a note demanding millions of dollars to be paid by the postal company Deutsche Post. The note contained a barcode and when scanned gave the extortion demand. No arrests have been made. This past Friday, the Bubber Boys varsity basketball team played at Brookville and won 55-41. JV also came home with a victory. The girls' varsity basketball team won 74-27 against Eaton on Thursday, and JV won 42-27. This past Saturday, JV girls won against Valley View, but girls' varsity lost 42-47, making it the first SWBL loss in two years. On the night of December 1st, going into the morning hours of December 2nd, the U.S. Senate met to vote on the proposed GOP tax plan. The 500-page bill included nearly $1.4 trillion in tax cuts, a 15% reduction of the corporate tax rate, and included Republican legislative goals such as permitting drilling in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge and repealing the individual mandate for the Affordable Care Act. The bill passed the Senate 51-49, to with all Democrats and one Republican, Tennessee Senator Bob Corker, voting against it. Opponents of the bill criticized the perceived tax breaks to the wealthy in the insertion of a controversial Republican agenda. The final version of the bill included handwritten notes and edits made by the Republican leadership as they sought to gain the votes of the holdout Republican senators. Democratic Senate leader Chuck Schumer criticized the revisions, saying, A flurry of last-minute changes will stuff even more money into the pockets of the wealthy and the biggest corporations while raising taxes on millions in the middle class. Senator Bernie Sanders from Vermont held a rally Saturday, December 2nd, with MoveOn.org and Not One Penny, two progressive advocacy groups, to express opposition to both the House and the Senate tax bills. The Egg attended the rally. Megan and Jack report from the Dayton Masonic Temple. I'd like to start by saying... Rich and large corporations. 
That was Portia Bolzer, a progressive advocate, speaking at the rally Saturday. Megan and I, after being sent back to our car to get rid of our backpacks, uh, had entered the rally through a lobby and climbed a flight of marble stairs, exiting into the auditorium, which had Turkish carpets and a gilded eagle hanging above the stage. There was a quiet murmur from the small crowd gathered on the floor of the room. Staff members made final mic checks and lighting choices. Nearly 200 people attended, all encompassing different ages, ethnicities, and educational backgrounds. High school teachers, PhD students, Unity Church ministers, parents. They could all be found discussing not only the tax bills, but some of the major issues affecting our country. A teacher from Dayton Public School expressed frustration that, under the tax bills, she would not be able to exempt classroom purchases. They're also trying to take away my uh, measly $200 that I get in taxes for being a teacher because, you know, I only work in public education and everything that goes into my classroom I pay for out of my own pocket. But, you know, I make so much money. Under the tax bills, waived graduate school tuition would be considered taxable income. Graduate students usually are offered reduced tuition if they work for the university. We spoke with an OSU PhD student, Amina, and her sister Zakia, who attends Wright State University. They said that they are most concerned with the graduate tuition change and the repeal of the individual mandate. That's going to affect millions and millions of lives. Um, right. The graduate tuition, I don't know if it's, I don't know why it's not something that's not like thought about because higher education is what builds America, what makes it a great country. Um, it's accessible now to a lot of people and because of the tuition waivers. And so for them to kind of want to just make that taxable is going to affect a lot of people's lives and it'll completely decimate the higher education structure in the United States. Um, and so that's, that's the part that I'm most worried about. Additionally, Sammy Subber, a graduate student and employee at The Ohio State University, spoke at the rally. OSU waives 50% of my tuition and pays me about $800 per month. Under the House Republicans' tax plan, I would be responsible for paying taxes on that waived tuition. <laughs> Republicans, they plan to give tax breaks to the wealthy. 
tax graduate students who, by the way, are doing the work to develop next generation technologies and solve problems right here in the United States that make the lives of every single person in this world better. Republicans want to increase taxes to graduate students and add one trillion dollars to the U.S. deficit. Most people we interviewed were concerned with the hastiness in which the bill was written and voted on. For Cindy White and Sue Bryan, the fact that the bill was passed so quickly that the public did not have a chance to realize its implications spoke to Congress's prioritization of special interest groups and donors instead of the people. Nobody really had a chance to read it until just recently. Right. They scribbled fine. things into the margins and passed it last night in the middle of the, the night. They're probably not done writing it yet. And there are a lot of things in there that just got snuck in that have nothing to do with the taxes. My overall concern is the divide in our country, the polarization of our parties, and how our two-party system is not working for anybody. Our democracy is at threat, and that concerns me, because if our federal democracy isn't sound, nothing else is going to work. So it's a basic, is our country, is our form of governance working? Though our intent was to report on the opposition surrounding the new tax bill, Jack and I soon found that many of the people who came to the event were focused on something, or rather someone, else. Of the several people we talked to, all of them had different areas of concern, but support of Senator Bernie Sanders seemed to act as the unifying factor. As one interviewee put it, Bernie is a conduit for conversation. He seems like he's a conduit for conversation, and he would talk and bring people together to communicate. You know, where there could be some compromise, like he says, have adults in the room discussing the issues, not calling names, and saying, because this person did it, I'm going to do something bad, too. Right. And that's what's going on now. Democrats are obstructionists, which Republicans were for Obama, so now we don't have an adult in the room coming together, like he said. And we clearly don't have a president who's an adult in the room to help guide that process. And so that's, you know... To be open, I'd like to see change at the highest level. So hopefully Bernie can bring that passion that leads to that. Bernie Sanders spoke last, encouraging the crowd to be the difference they wish to see. And that revolution is not Bernie and it's not Nina. That revolution is you. What the revolution is about is when people wake up in the morning and they say, you know, I may not have a whole lot of money and maybe I don't have a PhD in economics, but I am a very powerful world. I'm a very powerful person. And with my brothers and my sisters, I can transform this world. The Egg is produced by Eagle View News at Belbrook High School and is written by myself, Michaela, and Jack. You can follow us on Twitter at The Egg EVN.